Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now he's up on the missing child website and now we know stuff's starting to hit hit the fan this is the story of chad Hower, the man who is currently still wanted by the fbi for kidnapping a charge that he says is completely bogus in our previous episode chad talked us through his seemingly amicable divorce that would turn into an absolute nightmare of a custody battle His ex-wife has now left Tennessee with their son and has moved. And Chad has no idea where they've gone. The only clue he has to go on is the name Cherry that his son would give him prior to his wife hanging up the phone. So, before he was the hunted, Chad would have to become the hunter. My name is Jack Lawrence. Welcome to Wanted. I'm a wanderer of the soul Before the end, I plan to be whole But I know I'll lose myself along the way What's gone is gone What's past is past Let me leave what belongs in the past So I start calling. First of all, Google was around, but it really wasn't the Google you know it as of today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Apple Maps, Google Maps, that stuff didn't exist yeah. back then. If it did, it was like not useful. So now I'm having to get my family to like scan maps and fax them to me and find what maps I can on the internet. I'm trying to find Cherry. Mm. Any town with the word Cherry in it. And I'm looking all over Ohio. No, I figure she's probably in North... Eastern Ohio, Northwestern Pennsylvania, or Western New York, because her family lives in that area. But I also know she doesn't get along with her family very well. She likes parts of her family, like her mom, but doesn't want to be too close. But I knew she's going to be probably within a two-hour drive, but that's still a big area, especially since where her parents live is a major transportation hub of highways. So in two to three hours, you can get a long way from that area. So now I'm scouring for all the cherries and I'm finding every town, every village, everything I can come up with. So Chad is on the hunt for a place called Cherry. And once he finds a place, he then has to find the details of the local school as he knows that his wife would have had to enroll their son somewhere. However, as I'm sure you can imagine, you can't just call a random school and expect them to hand over details about one of their students. 
So Chad has to not only find the schools, but then contact them and explain the situation, and then fax them through his details and proof that he is in fact the father. He does this numerous times with numerous different schools in areas with the name Cherry, and he's coming up empty-handed until he finally gets a breakthrough. So I'm faxing over stuff. It's costing me a lot of money. I'm faxing stuff back and forth, and I just can't find him. So I find a township, which is not even a village. It's like a subdivision of a county. It's like a rural designation. Mm. And there's a school called Cherry Tree Elementary. And so I find out what school district it's in. I call the head school district, and I fax them. I'm like, yeah, your son's been enrolled here since this day in September 2004. I'm like, bingo. So he's found them. However, this is just the start of the problems as he heads to Cherry Tree Elementary School to try and see his son. I tried to visit him at the school because then at first I found the school, but I didn't know where they live and I couldn't serve her until I found her live. Mm. So the school, she told the school, the father's going to show up and kidnap him. And she'd brainwashed him into telling him I was going to kidnap him. So the school wouldn't let me see him. I had to get a court order to allow the school to let me see him. And the police had to attend because she said I was going to kidnap him. So the police had to be at the school. So this had been going on for like we had to stay in Pennsylvania for like two months and sort us out. And it was a big thing. The police had been involved, but finally I got his school record, opened it up and there's her address. So now I could serve her. Finally, he manages to get his ex-wife into a courtroom in Pennsylvania, where ironically she's told she's illegally kidnapped their son and she has no choice but to return to Tennessee and sort it out. However, as we have already learned by now, Nancy isn't one to quietly accept things and decides to tell the judge that she'll do no such thing. I don't care if you don't like it, you got to go back. And she's like, I'm not going and you can't make me. So he's like, watch me. So the judge said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the child away from you and I'm going to give it to the father. And the father's going to have custody until you show up in Tennessee. So she's like, I'm not giving him up. So he ordered the police to take him away from her. So the police went to the house and took him away from her and gave him to me. Now, this whole process took about two months. Okay, so that's how it went. So I don't want to stay in Pennsylvania. I've been living with my mom here for two months in, you know, my sister's room. And they're like, well, you have custody until Tennessee says otherwise. And the mom has to go back to Tennessee. So Tennessee set a court hearing mid-March 2005. Chad, his son Alex, and Chad's new wife all move to Tennessee. Chad rents a home and they enroll Alex in school and await the hearing. And once at that hearing, Chad says the judge was more than displeased with his ex-wife and explains that they need to come up with a new proposal for custody moving forward. I submitted two proposals. One was Okay, I get custody, she gets them in the summer. Swing for the fences. Didn't think that was going to be accepted because I lived overseas. And initially, the reason I left him with her is when I first moved overseas, I was traveling a lot. and I couldn't take care of a a five-year-old. I just, I knew with my travel and my work, I was not going to be able to handle a five-year-old. And my new wife was not ready to take on a five-year-old either. Yeah. And he had grown up in Tennessee. His friends were there. His school was there. Yeah, you didn't want to disrupt that for him either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now she's moved to Pennsylvania to a place that she's not from. He's got no friends there. So I'm like, might as well come overseas with me. Plus, he's older now. He's almost nine at this point. And if that doesn't work, since she's going to interfere with visitation, let's change the visitation agreement. I get him in the summers overseas. And additional, if I'm in the country around Christmas and I give two weeks notice, I can have some additional visitation here and there. But the main thing is in the summers, he's coming to me. And she's like, nope. And so the judge is like, you know, Vecna, what's your proposal? And she's like, the father should never get him. <laughs> 
And so the judge is like, he's like, well, you know, I'm not ready to send an American child overseas yet, but for the summer I am. That's fair. And she's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, well, young lady, I don't care. And it said that in the court order. It said the child will go overseas where the father lives. No restrictions. So the new order is in place, but of course, there would be a need for more court orders and instructions as Nancy would stall at every opportunity. She took him and got to go back to Pennsylvania. So he was in Pennsylvania for another two months again, okay? This time he's there legally, but not for the six-month required minimum. So the court order has not transferred. Tennessee still holds all the control over this for another six months. So then she's like, well, you can't make me apply for a passport because I've already bought his ticket. Yeah, His right. ticket is set for like two days after school ends. So we had to get an order applying, ordering her to apply. Now, passports don't come quick, remind you. No, absolutely They came not. quicker back then than you do now. American passports can take six months. So she delayed. So I had to pay for the, I had to pay to expedite it, which costs more. And then she's yeah. like, I can't find his birth certificate. And I'm overseas, so I can't do anything. And she's just going through this. So finally, we had to get an order from Tennessee and Pennsylvania. And they basically ordered her to get a passport just in time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Eventually, Alex has his passport and a ticket to spend the summer with his dad in Europe is bought. On the day he is to fly out, Chad arranges for his stepfather to pick him up and ensure that he makes it to the plane as he knows that he can't trust his ex-wife to do it. So that morning, Chad's stepdad jumps in the car and drives over to the house. And, well, yes, I'm sure you've probably guessed it by now, there's no one there. So not only does Chad now lose the money for the tickets, but he also has to buy a new set for himself to head back to the US where he files another court order with Tennessee. Chad says that the last time they were in court, the judge did warn Nancy about doing this exact thing. In March, he told her, he says, listen, young lady, if this child's not on the plane, I am transferring custody. The father will have custody and the child will go live over to seas and you'll get him in the summer if you're lucky or something like that, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, just give me the kid, just give me the kid, just give me the kid, I don't care, because I've had him for three months already. So... We had a court hearing in Tennessee in August, and the judge did what he said. Well, first of all, he ordered her to show up. She didn't show up again. And he's like, well, father got custody. But she's in Pennsylvania, so she's like, 
I don't care. You suck it, Judge. This back-and-forth craziness continues, costing Chad a fortune to fly back and forth between Europe and the States, not to mention starting to cause issues with his employers at Microsoft. Nonetheless, he's back again in Pennsylvania in court, where the judge there decides that it wasn't in fact fair that Nancy was not present when the ruling was made, of her own doing, might we add. So he speaks with the judge in Tennessee and asks that he redo the hearing again, but this time with Nancy present, which is what happens. However, the result is exactly the same. Chad is given full custody. And so he's like, listen, the father's got custody. You're to give the child over, not leave the court. And she's like, can we just take him to visit the zoo for a little while? And I'm like, no, uh-uh. I'm not letting him not letting yeah, him out of my Yeah, 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 because nope. that won't end well. She's not going to the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we let her visit him in the hall for a few minutes with a police officer. <laughs> right? I'm not letting him go nowhere. So long story short, I got custody. He uh, moved overseas with me. And we were in Turkey for a few months before I went back to Cyprus. I made sure he called his mom. Every week, even when he's like, I don't want to call. He called his mom every week. I paid for the international calls. She sent him letters. He sent things back to her. I made him communicate with her. So now summer 2006 comes around and it's time for her summer visitation. And because I'm a nice guy, I even agreed to pay for the flights. But with all of what's already happened, like surely in the back of your mind, you must have been thinking this is going to end badly. But there's nothing I suppose you can do about it because you don't want to be in the same position as what she was doing. So you've just got to do the right thing and then deal with the consequences that are bound to happen because she's got form, basically. Exactly. That's exactly it. So full well knowing what we're in for, we sent him. Now, the important part of this whole debacle is which state holds jurisdiction over this situation. With Alex now living with his father in Cyprus, that means that the courts in Cyprus would technically have jurisdiction over the case. However, Chad says that he didn't think this would be fair to do this to his ex-wife because it would mean her having to fly to Cyprus if they needed to go back through the courts. So he asked the Tennessee courts if it can remain under their jurisdiction until Alex turns 18, to which they agree. So Chad sends Alex back to his mum's for the summer. And yes, yet again, he would lose contact with his son. I just figure, okay, it is what it is. Let's wait to the end of the summer. Hopefully he'll come back, right? About two to three weeks before he's supposed to return, she files something with the Pennsylvania court asking for custody. And she files a whole bunch of, I don't even know how to describe what it was, bullcrap. She says that Cyprus is a dangerous place because it's close to uh, Lebanon, and Lebanon is currently in a war, because at that time, Israel was bombing Lebanon again. She claims I was mugged, which I was not. The judge is like, well, I don't have jurisdiction. you got to go to Tennessee. And then she's like, well, I'm not sending him. The judge told her, he says, I'm sending police again. I'm taking him away. You're going to put him on the plane, because she's like, I'm not doing it. So the police took him away again, gave him to my stepdad, and he, my stepdad put him on the plane. And then he's back in Cyprus. All of a sudden one day, the judge from Pennsylvania, who initially said that this issue was not part of his jurisdiction, says he wants to have a hearing to check out the claims that have been made and instructs Chad to return yet again. He's like, he tells me I have to show up in Pennsylvania again. I'm like, you got to be crazy. Microsoft's like, you leave again, you're fired. 
And I'm like, okay. They're like, well, the father doesn't have to appear, but the child has to appear. They're like, you just saw him in court. He's in school. I'm not taking him out of school to fly him back so you can talk to him. Mm. You can talk to him on the phone. You can Skype, video chat with him, but I'm not sending him. But I did send my lawyers. So my lawyers went to this court hearing. And the judge is like, well, the father didn't comply with the court order. So I'm granting not full custody, temporary custody until the father shows up. Chad says that slowly communications with his ex-wife started to go quiet. He would try to call the phone and it was disconnected. Letters he would send got return marked denied. He says he eventually discovers that her house is being sold by the courts due to her not being able to pay her mortgage and she moves. So summer rolls around and Chad says due to the conflicting court orders, he decided he can't send Alex back to his mum's. So instead, he stays in Cyprus. And that's when things get a whole lot more serious. My mom gets a phone call from the Pennsylvania State Police saying that I came into her house and kidnapped him. So he leaves his number. So I call the, the state police barracks and I talk to the dude and he's like, oh, okay, so you didn't go in the house. Now, to be honest, I don't know if she said I went in the house or she just implied that, but he certainly had that belief. And he's like, I didn't put out an Amber Alert or anything because I know it's a custody issue and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on first before I do anything. And so I explained it. I faxed him a copy of the court order and he's like, okay, I'm just going to drop this. And I didn't think anything was going to come of it because he told me that's it, right? But I'm smart enough by this point to put out a Google alert on my name. Turns out April 1st, 2008, she went back to the judge and got an arrest warrant for me. Now, it's not an arrest warrant for kidnapping. It's a bench warrant. It's a failure to appear. So it's not an arrest warrant for a crime. It's basically arrest this dude, bring him to the judge. And so they send this to my lawyer. So I'm aware of it. And then a few days later, my son goes up on a missing child website. The national official missing child website, he's on the website a few days later. And now we know stuff's starting to hit hit the fan. When Chad says stuff's starting to hit the fan, he's not wrong. For those of you who don't know about the NCMEC or the National Centre for Missing or Exploited Children, it's not a simple case of placing a flyer on a website. It's a pretty serious step to take. The NCMEC on their website states just how they will help locate your missing child. It says on the website, when you call NCMEC, a call centre specialist will record information about your child. Then, an NCMEC case management team will next work directly with your family and the law enforcement agency investigating your case. They will offer technical assistance tailored to your case to help ensure all available search and recovery methods are used. So we're just chilling here, enjoying life. Um, We went to France for three months. Alex went all over Europe again. We went to Belgium and Italy and Switzerland and traveling. No problems. Nothing thinking about it Still working for Microsoft at this time as well? Contracting. Not full-time contract because I'd had to leave my job before because of all the court hearings. But they're like, when I left Microsoft, they begged me to stay. And then all different divisions. Singapore tried to hire me. China tried to hire me. And but then before, like I said, I can't because I got the situation going on these court hearings. They're like, well, you can do part time contracts. I'm still speaking at conferences, though. So we went to France, the whole family, no problems, came back. And then my daughter was born in September 2009. And um, I had a conference to go out to in Bulgaria in October. And so I got on the plane. You know, we didn't know anything. We knew my son was on a national center for making exploited children, but nothing had really come of it. Mm. Right. 
This trip to Bulgaria would be the one where Chad discovers just how serious his situation has become and that the FBI and Interpol have placed him on their wanted list. We'd been out at a speaker dinner the night before. I hadn't got back to like two or three, really tired. Um, but I had one of the first sessions, I had one of the opening sessions of the conference in a movie theater, fully booked, probably 500 or more people. It's a session I've done a bunch of times because most of my sessions, I would just go around the world and deliver the same sessions. But I was always refining them. I got like three hours of sleep. I woke up. I got a message, I think a Skype message. I don't remember how it came in. But I got a message from one of my sisters that my grandfather had just died. So that kind of set a bad tone for the day. And um, I'm like, okay, well, I got to give this session. I'm just going to, you know, push it down for a while. So I was just like, okay, put it off for now. Trying to just make some fine tuning to my sessions. And I try and localize all my sessions. So I was trying to add a little bit of Bulgarian touch into it. And I was just about to go down to breakfast. I was going to make a phone call to one of my friends. and like, hey, let's grab some breakfast. And then we'll go over to my session. So I get a knock at the door. I thought it was him coming to the door. Uh, just you know, like, yo, let's go to breakfast. Um, so I open the door. I'm in my underwear. And there's four. Um, I don't remember how many were at the door. I think there were two at the door, two men and a woman, I think. There were five eventually. But I think at the door is just two men plus the woman. And the woman, they're all dressed in black. Um, they're not dressed as police, but they pull out badges. And the woman is there as a translator. Now, she is a police officer. She started off with, hey, you know, we're Bulgarian police and uh, we're here because of Interpol notice because you kidnapped somebody. I'm like, what the heck? And they're like, well... They're inquiring about your son. Let's go to the police station and have a chat. I'm like, I got a session. They're like, well, you're going to have to come. So, you know, we went and then the U.S. Embassy showed up and they interrogated me. One of the biggest doofuses I've ever met. Put me in a Bulgarian drunk tank overnight and then carted me off to prison after that. Now, you might be asking yourself, how have we gone from a missing child's website to all of a sudden having Interpol knocking at the hotel room door? Well, it would seem that unbeknownst to Chad, back in the US, a court hearing would take place where he was being accused of kidnapping. The DA who did all this, there's two, there's a couple players, but the DA is the main person still around that's still keeping this case alive. So he's, everybody's like, well, if you were wanted, why'd you travel? Because I didn't freaking know. Because in May of 2009, they had what's called a federal grand jury. And these are outlawed in every country in the world except for two now. The US is the only one using like candy. They're basically rubber stamps. They walk in. There's no defense. Sometimes there's not even a judge. It's the prosecutor and 12 people who want to go home. There's a federal judge in the United States that said the statement. He says, in a grand jury, you can indict a ham sandwich because everybody just wants to go home. So he got my lying ex-wife to go in and they charged me with kidnapping in a closed door hearing behind closed doors. My lawyers never knew about it. I was not notified about it. I had no chance to present any defense. And you know what the evidence was? The poster. Oh, the poster of what? The wanted, uh, the missing poster. And my ex-wife's testimony. Coming up, Chad is now detained on an Interpol red notice sparked by the FBI's wanted list. And in a Bulgarian prison, he awaits extradition to the US to face charges of kidnapping. What was that like? Um, right? What was, was that like being shipped off to a Bulgarian prison? Oh, it sucked. <laughs> there were cockroaches like crazy. I mean, we couldn't sleep because the cockroaches crawled all over us. Next time on Wanted. I'm a wanderer of the soul Before the end, I plan to behold but I know I'll lose myself along the way What's gone is gone What's past is past Let me leave what belongs in the past Even- 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.